Yeah, we are live. Today is May 4th. I'm Adam Martins, Big Marcel. What's going on, big guy? How you doing, man? Same as yesterday, Same as yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. I'm just being polite. You know what, though? I, I'm i the same as yesterday, but I'm superhuman now because I got the uh, COVID vaccine. So got my little shot right there today, man. So I'm uh, hopefully going to be invincible. No, I'm kidding. I got my first dose. I'm happy, man, you know, just because uh, – want to be safe you know what i mean like uh yeah. a lot of people getting sick so uh thankfully i've been healthy and i've uh, been able to talk about the main write about it and we got a good show for you guys today we're gonna preview ufc vegas 26. uh pretty solid card i mean there's some confusion right now about the main event we gotta talk about this first first uh okay I'll, I'll get kevin's comment congrats man um, where do you live again kevin i forgot michigan i think you say right got faxed up good job man yeah so there's some confusion about the main event guys because the ufc has announced the fight Marina Rodriguez and Michelle Watterson. But I'm hearing from a diff few different people, Marcel, that Marina is still in Brazil. Like, she's not even in the United States. She's supposed to get it, I think, Thursday. That doesn't leave much time to, like, even, I don't know, do all the, the stuff she needs to do before the fight starts. So, like, this fight is, they, they've announced it, but it doesn't seem like it's 100% yet. So, Marcel, what are you hearing, man? Yeah, same. Um, I, I heard that as well, you know, and... Um... Yeah, I, I mean, it's very short, short notice, you know, people, and people are even complaining about the main event, man, they should be thankful for Marina, she has to go through so many hurdles to get to the US and to, to, to get this fight, plus she's taking a risk here as well, man, she's higher in the rankings than Karate Hardy Watterson, you know, and it's a flyweight, you know, so it's, it's also a risk for her, and it's a, it's a, it's a fun fight, I think, listen, man, Marina, uh, definitely, it's good for her to have a name like uh, Michelle Watterson on her on her resume, you know. And for Watterson, it's also a big fight because she can be back in the mix if she beats Marina Rodriguez. Although it's a flyweight, it's still two uh, top-ranked uh, strawweights going at each other, you know. So yeah. um, I think it's a good fight. I, I don't know why people are complaining about it. But I understand if you compare it to TJ Dillashaw against Corey Sandhagen, which was arguably a number one contender fight, I, I can see... People are not happy with it, but you got to take uh, take a mention that this fight is really short notice, man. Mm -hmm. The UFC tried to put yeah, this it's together so weird, like though, last like, week. Why this fight of all the fights? Like, it's an okay fight. We'll talk about it in a few minutes, guys. We'll talk. Actually, be the last fight we talk about. But it's just it's just weird how like if Marina's not in the United States right now and she's having visa issues, like isn't there someone in the states they can get? They could just fly to Vegas right now and get them, you know, do the medicals and everything more so. Like, isn't there someone else? But I, yeah, I, I just hope this fight know, doesn't fall off, man. I hope it doesn't fall off. They could, could have easily, listen, man, I'm, I'm I'm cool with the fight, but they could have easily yeah. bumped up Jeff Neal against Neil Magny as the main yeah, event. Yeah, true, true, I, true. I, I mean, it's maybe, it, also, yeah. it's maybe also not really appealing to, 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 the, yeah. to the casual fan, but they are also complaining about this fight. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, what, yeah. what you want to do? The Cowboy's not going to do five rounds. So. For a short notice fight, it's not a bad fight. Like, anyway, yeah. yeah, so like the TJ and Corey would have been great. Anyways. I mean, let's let's get into the card now, man. Let's just do it, guys. Um, you know, I've been eagerly looking to talk about this one. Um, there's some man. If you look at the odds for this one, guys, like there's no real big favorite except for Ludovic Klein against Mike Trezano, but everyone else is like a really short favorite for the most part. So it's one of the more like well matched card in the, uh, of the year, and you'll probably see quite a few upsets just because the lines are so tight. And there's like a lot of like you know plus one fifty dogs in that range. So. Um, we've got a lot of fights to talk about today, guys, but we'll start with the first one. We're going to use UFCstats.com as the reference for the bout order. First fight, 
welterweight bout, Christian Aguilera, the beast against Carlston Harris, uh, Mokambique. And um, actually, I'm really looking forward to seeing this guy fight in the UFC, man. He's actually quite a good prospect, I think. Um, Marcel, the odds for this fight right now, he's actually the favorite, the newcomer, Harris, minus 150 and plus 130 for Christian Aguilera. So give me your thoughts on this one, man. Kind of sucks, man. I was hoping the other way around because uh, I think, um, yeah, man, I, I like Carlson Harris, man, what I saw so far, man. The UFC, I, th I think Dana told him, like, you're a little bit too old for me to sign, but, hey, I give you a shout. I was like, dude, guy's 33. What are you talking about? If he's good, he's good, you know. He beat, uh, in his last fight, he beat Saigit Izagamagayev, uh, if I said that correctly. And he was actually supposed to lose that fight. Isaac Mayev was supposed to sign with the UFC at that moment. The UFC was also there for him, and, and he lost. And uh, he got signed from the Dana White uh, looking for a fight, right, in uh, Abu Dhabi. But he has some solid names on his record, man. Carl Booth, he, he defeated Wellington Terman, he defeated Michel Pereira. Um, he's been a long time in the game, man. He, is, uh, he, he, he won last... Uh, I think uh, seven of his last eight fights. His only loss come to uh, Jara Al Salawi, which is the current uh, Brave champion, who is also UFC ready, man. That's a great fighter as well. So for me here, uh, going to Aguilera, Aguilera lost to Sean Brady, but hey, man, I think most people will lose to Sean Brady at this moment. Sean Brady is, is a guy who hasn't got the, uh, got the, how do you say that? Hasn't got the push from the UFC yet, in my opinion, but definitely deserves that. Uh, won his first fight in the UFC against Anthony Ivey, which was short notice, a, a knockout in the first round. Um, overall, I, I think Carlson Harris is the better fighter, man. I'm taking him, and I, th I, I think he will even stop him, probably if I KO or TKO in the first or second round. So I was actually really looking forward to this fight, guys, because it's the only fight in the card that has like a guy that I've never seen fight before, Carlson Harris. So... It was interesting to watch his fights, man, and I was really impressed too, Marcel. I got to be honest. Watching the tape on this guy, he is a good fighter, and I think he holds the uh, grappling advantage here, a big grappling advantage over Aguilera. And Aguilera, he is a pretty solid fighter overall. He's got KO power, obviously. We've seen that in the UFC. We've seen that in the regional scene, but man, he's got a lot of flaws in his game too, guys, and I feel like this guy Harris can probably get into the ground, so... I'm with you, Marcel. I wish this guy was the underdog because I, I was hoping yeah. no one would uh, think he's that good. He opened at minus 130. He's minus 150 now. I mean, I still I think this guy probably does win the fight. So that's that's the way I'm leaning. I think the I think the odds makers got it right actually opening him as the favorite. Because at first I was like, okay, who is this guy? Because Chris Jagger is a decent fighter, right? Then I watched the guy's tape and I'm like, this guy is actually freaking good, Marcel. So <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, man. I agree with you. And uh, once again, that brave promotion, man. A lot of these fighters are pretty good from uh, coming over the, from there. Um, let me get these comments quickly. Uh, he's uh, asking about Cerrone and Moreau. Basically, Cerrone was supposed to fight uh, Diego Sanchez, and that was the co-main event originally, if I'm not mistaken. So they just replaced him with Moreau. Like that's the same uh, thing. The only the only change the was the main event. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, it's still the co-main as well. Yeah, Moroni exactly. Yeah, Cerrone. so that makes sense to me. That, that's fine. It's it's a name value, right? Like I know Cerrone's might be his last fight. It's possible, right? So. Anyways, yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you on this one, Marcel. I, I kind of agree with you. I think it should be a good fight. Probably sees a finish in this fight, if I had to guess. I'm kind of with you on that, too. So maybe that's an angle you guys can take. Because Aguilera does got power, man. He, he absolutely does. He's got, like, like brutal knockout power. He can, he can knock you with one punch. So Harris will have to watch that. But overall, that guy's pretty good. And he's a, he's a big dude for welterweight, too, man. All right, man. This is another fight I'm really looking forward to talking about, Marcel. This fight's awesome. 
two guys I really like. Oh my gosh. The Iron Turtle, Jung Young Park, the Don, Tafana Chukwi. Man, I love this fight, Marcel. And right now we got Tafana Chukwi, small favorite, minus 140. Uh, the Iron Turtle, Jung Young Park, plus 120. Marcel, I think I think this is one of the best fights in the card, man. Much over to you. Give me your thoughts on this one. Yeah, it's a great fight, man, and uh, a very tough fight to pick, in my opinion. Um, I think the overall consensus will be tough on and Chukri to pick, but uh, I'm not 100% sure, man. I think uh, Tafan and Chukri, uh, he had his debut against Jamie Pickett. He won the fight, but I, I wasn't as impressed with him as I was in this uh, contender series fight, you know, and his fight with William Knight. Um, I mean, he's good. I really like him, but he's also still... 26 he's young in the game man he he, he started this uh, amateur career in 2017 and went pro in 2019 he, he he's still young in the game you know what i mean and young young park is actually fun he's young young park and the fun is young in the game um <laughs> yeah young young park i mean he lost his debut against anthony hernandez uh, but wins against mark andre barrio after that and against john phillips john phillips he, he said like uh a striking a ground and pound record or whatever he said uh with uh i don't know what it was but man i mean yeah but who doesn't be john phillips in this respect by the way but um it was very dominant i remember um man it's such difficulty here man i think uh, if it goes longer than than one or two rounds i maybe favor park you know but man and chukri can knock him out as well you know so ah <laughs> man so hard my, my gut feeling initially when i saw the final onset and chuck me but i went a little bit back and forth i think park has a good chance to win here man so i'm i'm really really in doubt about this one i i, rather, I actually haven't made my mind up about this one Do we, so fair. you go first maybe you yeah, can make my mind up. no i feel like it's a close fight too but i gotta go with the roll with the dawn here man uh to this guy's a, a a unit man he's a beast and i like him at 185 you know that was his first fight at middleweight you know he's getting his feet wet i watched the fight back today and like he knocked down picket he also stopped some takedowns too that's the biggest question i have to be will park get him down if he gets him down park will win the fight obviously but i don't know i don't know if he gets him down that's the biggest question he could though because park's good man and i watched the fight with burial again he got burial down burial's got good takedown defense he still got him down so this guy is a solid fighter he's got good boxing too very tough, very durable. I think this is a great fight, man. I think this is one of the best fights in the card, guys. But if I had to pick someone right now, I, I would lean a little bit towards Nichuki. He is favored slightly, minus 140. I feel like that's accurate. But I, th I feel like, you know, Marcel's not off by saying Park has a chance here because, again, he gets the fight to the ground. He's going to have an advantage. I just don't know if he can get the fight to the ground um, against Nichuki because his takedown defense looks good to me, guys. Uh, with Park, I was going to say that fight with John Phillips. So basically, they had to change the rules on DFS because. He only scored 10 significant strikes, but he landed 260 strikes, like total strikes. So they actually had to change the rule, Marcel. They actually had to give you points for that because that night, like no one got points for him de destroying John Phillips and that. It was just stupid, but they have fixed that. But yeah, I would lean like a little bit towards him cheaply. But uh, again, great fight, man. Close fight. All right, another fight that's pretty closely lined flyweight fight Ryan Benoit against Zaruka Dashev. Uh, Benoit right now is a slight, he's a slight favorite, yeah. He's uh, minus one forty-five and plus one twenty-five for Zaruk as the underdog. What's your lean in this one, man? Yeah, this is definitely a lose-or-lose town fight, I think. Um, Ryan Benoit, that fight against Tim Elliott last time in Abu Dhabi was actually. Pretty I thought good he won fight, that fight. You know? I, 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 I got to be honest. Won that. Yeah, 
I think it was close, 29-28 either way, but he could have won that definitely. Uh, before that, uh, the fight against Hali, Hali Alatang Hali was a split decision. You know, his last win uh, dates from 2017, man, a head kick knockout against Askan Mokhtarian. And um, I don't know, man, I, I've never been very high on Ryan Benoit, to be really honest. I, I'm just not not sold on him. And, and so, somehow, no disrespect, but he irritates me as well. Um, Saruk Adashev, um, yeah, it's kind of weird. He got signed, to be honest, with the UFC. Remember, it was 3-1. and one. He got signed. Uh, got starts by Tyson Namin's debut. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, Sumudaraji uh, won against him as well. But I think he did, yeah. he did it on the third round. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I don't care, but I'm taking Benoit on this one by decision. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's probably the right lean here, too. It's a close fight again. It's a flyweight fight, too. So I feel like it probably goes to the scorecards. Um, although they do have some power, Benoit has got some power. We've seen that a few times in his career. Uh, the Sergio Pettis fight where he won as a big underdog against uh, Mokhtarian, but he's lost a lot of close decisions. He's also been submitted a few times. thing is, Adeshev doesn't really have any uh, like grappling, so it's going to be a striking-based fight, I think. If you have to ask me the better MMA fighter was, I'd say Benoit. He's also the guy who's more experienced, too. So that's the way I'd be leaning here. And again, I thought he won that fight with Tim Elliott, man. And I think if he had won that fight, he'd probably be like a minus 200 favorite here. So you're getting a little bit of a discount on him, I think, because the judges screwed up, if that makes sense. So that's kind of why I lean here. But Adeshev is definitely a good striker. He, he's capable of winning a fight. This is the fight he'd probably win because Benoit will stand and trade with him. But I feel like if Benoit can mix it up, Marcel, and make it an MMA fight, not just a striking battle, he can win that, you know? As we're a nice friend taking notes. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, I've got a lot of confidence right now just my ability to see the fights, so... I'm sharing the knowledge with you guys, hopefully. Hopefully, we'll see. It's been a good lately. But Noe first Uh <laughs> watching on bathroom break. <laughs> uh, man, that's funny. Yeah, no, you know what? I don't know. I, I feel like Benoit's been in some good fights in his career, but Adeshev, I haven't been too impressed with him, but uh, it, it could be it could be a sneaky fight. It, it could surprise and be a little bit more exciting than you're saying, but uh, it's not really what I'm really looking forward to. Anyways, um, all right, next fight. This one I'm looking forward to a little bit just because I'm really high on this one guy, Ludovic Klein, Marcel. Um, he's got a great nickname too, Mr. Highlight. Fucking love that nickname, guys. That is a great nickname. And for this guy, it's perfect because, man, he's just like a head kick machine. He just knocks everyone with head kicks. He's unbelievable. And I remember I started him before his UFC debut against Shane Young last year, and I was just blown away by this guy. And I, was, I remember I predicted on this podcast with Cole, I said he's going to knock out Young with a head kick, and he did it. So I, I'm a full believer in this guy. And he's the biggest favorite in the card. This card, again, has mostly close odds. But in this case, he's a big favorite, minus 245. And the lone wolf, Mike Trezano, plus 205, a guy who's been an underdog a few times and won. I'd uh, love to hear your thoughts on this one, man. Uh, this time, Ludovic Klein is four inches uh, shorter than Mike Trezano. Mm-hmm. So yep. I kick will probably be difficult. I don't know. Yep. But uh, I, I hate the swipes for Trezano, to be honest, man. He, he's also He comes back after almost two years not fighting. You know, and uh, now getting it's actually uh, if if it was ten days later, it would be two years not fighting. So um, I mean, Trisano, I really like him, man. He's a good fighter. I think uh, his first two UFC fights were a split decision, should have been unanimous. I think he did enough in both those fights to win. Um, the Grand Dawson fight was very underwhelming. He got control on the ground and didn't really know where he should have should go there. Um, 
Klein, yeah, this I expect honestly a stand-up battle. You know, mm -hmm. I think Trezano definitely wants to keep it standing, and Klein as well, man. And then it's who who got the better, uh, got the better moves. Um, yeah, it kind of breaks my heart because I really like Trezano, but I'm picking uh, Klein here to win the fight, and I expect him to win via probably a late third round TKO. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that too. I, I kind of lean towards this guy too. The only thing is, like, the, he's the only like real big favorite, except for I guess Rodriguez. But it's like you'll want to some people will parlay this guy, I think, just because of the odds. But I don't know who who you do that with. But I I do think he probably wins this fight. I mean, the the, the height stuff different does kind of throw me off though. I mean, that's why it's an interesting fight because Trezano's a big dude, and uh, you know he's a guy who's won some fights in the UFC. Um, at lightweight, obviously. So, you know, he's capable of winning fights. Like, he's been an underdog and has pulled it off a few times in America against Pena. So, he's got the grappling. Um, Klein's grappling, I don't know. I mean, that's the biggest question mark with him, right? So, I watched the one fight where he lost in Cage Warriors, I think it was. He got taken down and submitted. And, you know, he actually, sorry, he threw a kick and the guy caught his kick and took him down and then took his back and submitted him. So, I feel like he does have a weakness on the ground. If you can get him there, um, but you know the guy's a fucking monster, and <laughs> with the head kicks, Marcel. And by the way, I looked at his Instagram today just because I was like, okay, uh, what's this guy? Where's he training and stuff? The guy is in insane. I mean, you see his Instagram. This guy is in the craziest shape I've ever seen. Like, look at this shit. Yeah. Like, this guy is ready to go, guys. This guy is an absolute. Mon look at this dude. Like, he's brushing his teeth and look. Look at this guy, Marcel. Like, I'm. <laughs> He's a beast, dude. He is. He's an absolute beast, guys. I, I like this guy. I like the fact, you know, he's getting some good training. He's in Vegas right now doing some training. So I love this guy, man. He's awesome. I think he I think he probably wins this fight, man. It sucks for Trezano because I think he's a good fighter, but this is a tough matchup for him. Unless he gets a takedown. So I don't I don't I don't really see it happening. Let's get some comments here. But no way actually relevant might be the action. It could be okay. Interesting climb with the yeah, that's true. He missed weight. I forgot about that. That's true. But hopefully he makes weight in this one. Uh, Mike first Klein, good fight. Yeah, great fight. These block fighters, such a Klein hard to bet against, especially this level. Though these guys are really good, man. Trezano is finish or bust. I don't know. I think Trezano maybe could grind him out. Maybe that'd be his path. But I just, I don't know. He hasn't fought in two years. That's the other thing. Um, he's coming off a huge layoff. So the question is with him, you know, has he gotten worse? Has he gotten better during that time off? And you never know, right? You really never know, Marcel. Literally, it's been two years, uh, May 18th, 2019, so almost two years. Uh, he's a young guy, right? So he's 29. Remember that guy, uh, Jacob Malkoon? Like, he took, you know, six or seven months off, came back looking at beast, like, looked like Khabib in his last fight against Halasan. So sometimes these guys go away for a while, like uh, George's Daniel went away and he came back and looked amazing in his last fight. Um, there's a few other guys. Uh, that guy, uh, Stefan Sukulic, I think a lot of us thought he beat Dwight Grant. Like, he was, you know, three years off, Marcel. So, the layoff, pardon, Martin Pratnio, another yes, guy. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of guys. So, like, you know, in general, layoffs are something that I fade because I feel like it is an edge if a guy's been fighting more active and stuff. But there's situations where a guy has been getting better during that time off. So, you know, Trezano is a big dude for lightweight, and you know, it's gonna be a test for Klein. But I, I do think Klein probably passes this test. He's just a he's a beast. I don't think I could pick against him. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like. It'd be hard. It'd be hard for me to against a non-top fifteen opponent. When he gets to the top fifteen, like if he fought Jig, I mean that that's obviously a harder fight to pick him in. Um, let's go to the next fight here: Phil Hawes against Kyle Dawkins. So this fight's kind of like weird, I guess, because Dawkins was supposed to fight. Uh, man, I can't remember the guy's name. Remember a few weeks ago, guys? Yeah, Chris Riev. Yeah, yeah. 
And that would have been a good fight. And then I think he missed weight or he pulled out of the fight. Uh, the other guy, right? Dawkins had COVID. Dawkins oh, Dawkins had COVID. COVID. Oh, okay. What happened to the other guy then? Did he, did he get a fight or? It just didn't get rebooked, man. Oh, man. What the heck? That's yeah, They were supposed yeah. to fight each other in a rebooking, but that fight didn't get rebooked. Yeah, that's weird. Right, anyways, he's fighting Phil Haas in this fight. And, man, I mean, they're both good prospects, I think, and uh, both solid fighters. So, right now, these are close odds, man. Uh, minus 140. Kyle Dawkins, Phil Haas, plus 120. Um, Kyle Dawkins open as a bigger favorite. He's kind of it's kind of like close to a pick him now, but the Dawkins looks like the lean here from the odds makers and betters point of view. Uh, what about you, man? What are you thinking? Uh, first of all, maybe I have to uh, retract what I said. I'm not sure if Dawkins had COVID or it was some corner man of his or whatever or somebody in his team. So I have to make that clear. That I mean, I'm not sure, but it was but it was a COVID uh, uh, situation before he pulled out. Yeah, COVID protocols. I don't think it was him. It was his teammate or whatever. So, yeah, that's yeah. Good. That's a good thing to note, though. Yeah, it wasn't him that got it. It was someone in his team. The fight fell apart yeah. anyways. Um, so, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, Phil Haas, he he, he beat Imavov in his last fight. In the fight, I scored for Imavov 29-28. I think he did more damage. I think uh, Haas was better. I, with I wish you were the judge in that fight, man. I had a bet on Imavov. I was hoping. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. But, uh, yeah. Um, before that, that Malkun uh, knockout within 20 seconds. I mean, you can't you can't take too much from that. I think, um, you know, he, he he turned his career pretty good around, man. Phil Haas, man. I remember when he first time came the Ultimate Fighter. He was supposed to be the next John Jones, right? And uh, Andrew Sanchez decisioned him. He didn't even get in the house. Second time, Contender Series got head kicked by Julian Marquez. Also, not in the third chance he got, uh, he took. Uh, against uh, Gatsimura Bustayev. So he turned his career pretty much well around, I think. But man, Kyle Dawkins, man, I really like Kyle Dawkins. I'm high on Kyle Dawkins. His only loss is because Brandon Allen was competitive. Mm -hmm. You know, he did great in the third round, mm -hmm. um, was close. I liked him in the CFFC uh, organization. I know in this fight against Steven Rackman, he, he got in trouble early in that fight, but he turned it around. But Rackman is actually... Um, Reckman is a guy who actually should fight at welterweight and not at middleweight, but he did well in the first round. Um, his only win in the UFC against Stoltzfus in November. Um, pre pretty good win. Decent win in a fight he should have won, I think. So uh, it's not, not not really anything special, but he won that fight, in my opinion. It was good. Um, overall, man, I don't pick against Kyle Dawkins here, man. I expect him to win the fight, the decision. Yeah, this one, I don't know, man. I feel, I feel like this is such a tough fight to pick, guys, honestly. This is a close one, I think. Um, they're both good, man, for sure. You know, Haas, I, I always fade because his cardio I don't like, right? But then the last fight, he looked, you know, decent in the third round. Like, mm -hmm. he obviously lost it, but he still went the full distance against Ivanov, a guy who's kind of, like, known for his cardio, and he and he won that fight. And again, I was on the other side in that one, so I was watching Haas, and I was kind of impressed with him a little bit more than I usually am. And I think training it's I think he's a Sanford, right? So I mean like that that gym, man. Like guys, <laughs> there's good fighters in that gym. You know what you guys know I like that gym. So yeah, I don't know, Mark. So I feel like he matches up decently well with Kyle Dawkins, to be honest with you. Like I think he's got, you know, the wrestling to grapple with him and then in the striking, I would say he's the better striker too. Uh Kyle's super tough though, and he's super durable, he's got great cardio. This is kind of one of those spots where I feel like Hodge could be winning early, knock down Dawkins. Dawkins survives, and then the third round, Dawkins wins by submission. I could see that happening. You know what I mean? I could see it being that kind of fight. But overall, I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's a close fight. I kind of would lean a little bit towards Hawes, I think, actually, just because I feel like he's a little bit like 
more dangerous, but man, it's it's a tough fight to pick, I think, too. Um, it doesn't really get easier anyways, according to the odds here, Marcel, because we got the next one. It's a, it's a true pick them, minus 110 each, Ben Rothwell and Philly Blins. This fight was supposed to happen like last month. I think we talked about it. I can't remember. Um, oh, quickly, let me get these comments. Uh, Kevin said, if you go, think it's a close fight, I think the Spartan plays anti-Kobe and go with Haas. I'm not betting Haas or Kyle. He might eat a high knee from Dawes. Yeah, Dawkins has got those knees too. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough fight. I, like I said, if, if I had to pick someone, I think I would pick Haas, but I don't know. It's tough, man. Um, but yeah, this other fight here with Ben Rothwell, Philip Lins. I think we talked about it. I can't remember now, but the fight got canceled. Anyways, Marcel, give me your thoughts on this one. Yeah. Um, I mean, Philip, Philip Lins has looked not crude in the UFC. You know, mm-hmm. uh, he, he came in the UFC after one and a half year layoff after winning the uh, PFL tournament. Um, he fought Arlovski good first round and the second and third round were not good and he lost the fight. Uh, Tanner Bozer got knocked out viciously in the first round. Um, ben Rothwell, the thing with Ben Rothwell is he never looks really great, but he never looks really bad. You know what I mean? He's like that dude that uh, you know, um, if, if you're really good, well, upcoming farther, you probably will beat him. But if you're not, you won't. You know, he has a, he has a pretty, how do you say that? He never... Um, he never fails his basics or whatever I can, if you understand what I mean, you know, he has a certain basic game and um, he can pull that out anytime he wants. So, um, man, I, it's a hard fight, honestly, to pick because I think both guys are well out of their prime. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I pick Ben Rothwell here. I think Ben Rothwell uh, either decisions him or lands a hard bomb on him in the first round and knocks him out as well. Yeah. So I'm picking Ben Rothwell. Yeah. I already said last time that he's going to be a better mind. So I'll just say it again. Like I will be better. I already said that uh, there's no reason it would change. I would change my mind because the fight got canceled. I like him here at a pick of price. I'm taking a shot. I don't even think it, I think he should be a bigger favorite. He's the better fighter guys. He's the better, more experienced MMA fighter. And Philippe Lins was, I, I mean, I, I can't say for sure myself, but I feel like he's a guy that could have been using something when he was in PFL. Cause you watch those fights and he was just a different fighter. He's so explosive and knocked everyone out destroying everyone. Comes to the UFC and just looks terrible. So I don't know what's going on with him, man. He's just not the same fighter anymore. I, I can't pick him here. Um, ben Rothwell is a guy who's always always going to give you um, your money's worth. You know, Marcel? Like, if you bet on him, Marcel, he'll fight to the better end for you. Like, he'll walk forward and he'll be eating punches, but he'll still be fighting. He's not a guy you can knock out. So how does Linz win? By decision? He's just going to pick apart Ben Rothwell? Ben Rothwell is going to let him just win a decision? I don't think so. Um I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. So I feel like Linz doesn't really have a path to victory here outside of winning um, a decision on points on the feet. I don't see that. Like, uh, what's his name? Ovince St. No, uh, Rothwell, I think, beat Ovince, right? So that's yeah. exactly – that's what I'm saying. Like, that fight is very similar, I feel like. And Rothwell won. So I could see it, I guess, being a closer decision than I'm saying. But I think he probably knocks him out more if anything. Yeah, the, I think the last yeah. – the last time really Rothwell didn't really look good was against Arlovsky that fight, I think. Yeah, I know. I remember I had a bet on him in that one. I was surprised yeah. he lost that fight, I gotta be honest. Yeah, me too. But I mean he's a guy that, you know, man, I bet on him a lot in his career. He's been a good bet for me, you know, like Plus, he's been a, yeah. Yeah, he also, in my opinion, didn't lost to Ivanov. I think yeah. he won that fight. Man, I so. had him a few times in the past. I remember I had him against over him. He was plus uh plus four hundred that night, I think. And against Barnett, he was a big underdog too. So I mean, he's a guy that I has really been a, you know, if you've got him at a good price, then he's he's done well for you. Also, that fight with Ivanov, he should have won. So yeah, he, like yeah. So 
Uh, with Lynn's on AK to show he gets cut if he loses, yes, I agree. Mothball pisses me off, I hate him so much. Yeah, I mean, he is kind of like a little bit inconsistent for sure, but I mean, I think he gives you your money's worth it. It's a pick of price, Kenshiro. Like, you're not laying juice. You're just, well, you're laying 10 cents, but still. You know, I really I, like Brock Rothwell, man. Yeah, me too, man. I think this is, and again, that's one I already gave out, so I can't go back on it. There's no reason I wouldn't bet on him again because the fight got canceled. Um, I just like Ben Rothwell, man. I think he's the better MMA fighter. That's what it comes down to. So, all right, next fight here. Amanda Rebus versus Angela Hill. Uh, let's cut the odds for this one. Rebus, minus 175, Hill plus 155. There was a guy in the podcast chat yesterday that was saying, he likes Hill in the fight. I don't know where he is. Maybe he's here today. I don't know. If you're hiding, send us a message. But Marcel, give me your thoughts on the fight. Yeah, the dude was probably drunk. Um, <laughs> I mean, Amanda Ribas, man. Take, take down City here on this one, man. Angela Hill, she, she beats her everywhere on the ground, man. And Angela Hill might be uh, better striking, you know. But I don't think Ribas is that stupid to go strike with her. Ribas lost her last fight by getting stopped by Marina Rodriguez at TKO. And why would she take the risk, man? She is 10 times better than Hill on the ground. You know what I mean? And people, really, man, I see it on Twitter all the damn time. Like, Angela Hill won this fight. Angela Hill won that fight. Guys, you guys should stop to act like Angela Hill is some world-class, uh, next-level kind of athlete. She's a good fighter. Yeah, she's a decent fighter. She's definitely top 15 where she is. I agree with that. But... Please stop the narrative that she won her last seven fight because she said so, and you want to be, you want to be a friend of hers or something. I don't know what's up with that, but um, yeah, Rebus, Rebus will have her way with her, man. I, I expect her to take her down, probably get a submission in the second round and uh, finishing uh, Angela. And if not, a decision, man. But I don't think Angela Hill will win this fight. Rebus sure did follow up with a huge favorite status after her last TKO. That's what I'm saying. Like she, if she didn't lose that fight, she'd be like a much bigger favorite here, obviously. Yeah. She'd probably be like minus three or four hundred. I'd have to guess if she didn't lose that fight. But we saw her get knocked out right in the last fight. That's the worry, man. Because Hill, Hill's a good striker. Hill does have knockout power. So you know, Rebus is a little bit reckless on the feet. I find Marcel a little bit. So that's the worry, man. She leaves her chin a little bit exposed. And I, you know, she's a young fighter. You'd hope that she improved on that part of her game. Um, but hopefully, she doesn't even stand and trade. Hopefully, she just shoots for takedowns and just takes to the ground and grinds her out or maybe submits her or pounds her out or something. I don't know. Dude, um, if you're not picking Hill, I'm quitting the podcast. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I, I can't. I can't. Dude. Okay, so back when me and James used to do it, like all the time, we'd always pick against Angela Hill and everyone was like, why are you picking against her? And then she started winning all these fights. So I was like, damn it, I shouldn't pick against her. And then, then I started picking her and then she lost. She's no. a hard fighter <laughs> pick, man. She is. She, you know, she's always in split decision fights. Yeah. That's what makes it hard with Angela Hill. But honestly, man, like her last fight with uh, Yoder, she got taken down a few times by Yoder, and that's not good. Um, Rebus should take her down and probably just a wrestler. She would be minus 1,000. You're right. She would have been probably a massive figure against Paige, they minus 700. They wouldn't, have, they wouldn't have made this fight if Amanda Ribas won against Rodriguez. For sure. I mean, I feel like it is a little bit more competitive than you're saying, Marcel, personally. So let's, I'm going to put that out there. I don't think it's a blowout, but I would lean towards Rebus because of the grappling. Um, but again, you know, Hills improved that part of her game. She does have good takedown defense. So if she can keep it standing, she'll probably win the fight. But I just feel like Rebus probably gets you to the ground, you know? Anyways, uh, next fight here, Marcel. This one's interesting too. Uh, yeah. Gregory Gillespie is fighting uh, Diego Ferrer. So uh, Gillespie was supposed to fight uh, Brad Riddell a few months ago, last month maybe. Fight got yeah. pulled due to COVID protocols. 
he gets rebooked here. So a second, did he cut weight for that? I can't remember if he cut weight or not. He did, right? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was pulled at fight night. Yeah, so he's so trying to wait for a second time. That does concern me a little bit. I got to point that out, guys. Um, takes on Diego Ferrer. So that concerns you a little bit more so, but he's still the favorite here. You know, only a slight favorite, minus 180. Uh, pretty big favorite, I guess. Minus 180, uh, you know, moderate favorite. And plus 160 for Ferreira. It, it looks like a pretty close fight. What are you thinking here, man? It's a fun fight, man. It's a fun style matchup fight, I think. Um, Gregor Gillespie, uh, we know he's a good wrestler. You know, he comes from a, he has that wrestling background where he, you saw his debut, man. It was uh, like against Gleka Francia, you know. And after that, he just looked very good, man, in his fights. He, he got people underestimate him now because he got knocked out by Kevin Lee, you know. But he's still a very good fighter, I think. He's just, he doesn't fight too much. Uh, too, too many times and it's he's in the prime of his career he's actually in the prime of his career he's in his early 30s you know so you should fight more in my opinion and he's now what's he 34 35 i think he he needs to get more often in the octagon in my opinion if you look at diego ferreira he fights many times often he's 36 um look, looks good when he fights he lost against benil darius a split decision i think it should have been unanimous for for benil darius to be really honest it was a good fight it was a great fight but i think benil was better in that fight um but he looks good overall, man. I think Diego Ferreira has a complete, complete uh, game. He is good on the ground. Uh, he got knockout power. Uh, if you look at Gillespie, Gillespie is really strong on the ground. You know, he's a good wrestler. And uh, if he can get top control over Diego Ferreira, he got a good chance to win the fight, I think. But I'm here more for the complete fighter. I think Diego Ferreira wins this fight. And that's more to do with... Uh, being more active inside the UFC right now. And Gillespie hasn't been really active. He, his last fight was in 2019 against Kevin Lee, a knockout. His last win was in January 2019 against Jancy Medeiros. I think Ferreira wins this fight and probably has a better cardio in this one. And I uh, think Ferreira by unanimous decision in this one. Wow, there you go. You got an upset picture from Marcel for Ferreira. So, yeah, I mean, like, I feel like it's a really competitive fight for sure. Uh, both guys are good, man. And you know, Ferrer's a guy I bet on a lot, and he often comes through. Same with Gillespie. I mean, Gillespie, I pick every fight. Uh, even the last fight with Lee where he got knocked out, I picked him to win that one. Pretty sure you did too, Marcel. Same, same yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So these are both guys I like, and I hate picking the fight, but God, I kind of lean towards Gillespie, I think, because of the grappling. I feel like, you know, Darius took him down five times, That that and that's how he won the fight. And I watched it again today, and I was like, man, you know, Gillespie gets the takedowns. He gets them almost every fight, basically, except for, I guess, the last fight. So we'll see. You know, he hasn't fought in a while. And again, that second weight cut does worry me a little bit. I don't like, I don't love him in this spot though, guys. I liked him against Riddell a lot more because I thought he could take down Riddell, like probably hold him down a bit more. But he averages seven takedowns per 50 minutes. So the guy's a takedown machine. And Ferrer, again, taking down five times last fight. Man, so that's the way I'm leading. It's just that it's an MMA fight. It's not just a wrestling match. So, you know, Ferrer can, you know, stop some takedowns. He's probably the better striker, so we'll see. Um, get some comments here. Great uh, pick, Gregor, due to Kevin Lee getting lucky high kick. That wasn't a lucky high kick. It was a great. It was a great high kick. I'm not even a Kevin Lee fan, really, and I just love that knockout so much. Like it was just a great knockout. All right, we got four fights left. To talk about uh, heavyweights: Marcel Maurice Green, the Crochet Boss, and Marcos Rogerio Pizal de Lima. Um, this fight, Marcel, another close fight, man. Uh, oh, the Lima is actually a, a decent favorite here, guys. Minus 190, plus 165 for uh, Maurice Green. So, the Lima's favorite, but what do you think, man? 
Why on earth is this fight on the main card? I don't know. Why is like why is Tafan Nachiki not on the main card? Like, don't you want to promote that guy? You know what I mean? Don't you want to promote uh what's his name? Um Ludovic, Ludovic Klein? Klein. Yeah, exactly. That's so bizarre, man. Anyways, go ahead. The UFC has that weird thing like uh, let's put a random heavyweight fight well, on that's the main the card. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They want to yeah. Yeah, but it's such a, a, a risk, you know, because you can also get a lame decision uh, with uh, somebody with no cardio, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, man, I'm just not really sold on this fight at all, man. Uh, I don't want to really talk about it. I'm taking Maurice Green via knockout in the second round. Oh, there you go. It's another upset pick by, by Marcel. I mean, I feel like it's a close fight too, man. I, I don't understand why uh, Pizal is such a big favorite now. Like, there's some spots at minus 200. Why? Like, why is he such a big favorite? To me, this is a coin flip, right? Yeah. Like the Rothwell Lins <laughs> fight, that to me is more clear. Like this, these should be the odds for Rothwell Lins. It's like the opposite <laughs> to me, Marcel. Yeah. Um, I so, agree with you. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it's it's tight. It's tough to call because Green, he's not great, man. That's for sure. I mean, he can get knocked out. We saw in his last fight, and he can be taken down, and beat up. So he's got a lot of flaws in his game to be submitted to, but. You know, he does have some striking himself. He does have that glory background. Also, you know, he does have some submissions. The problem is he's never landed a takedown. So the, the way he got the submission against Volante is because Volante was exhausted and, like, laid on top of him, and he got this weird arm triangle. That's a tired fighter. It could happen here, though, because Pizal has horrible submission defense. It's really bad. Um, Pizal's got knockout power. Pizal's got some submissions, too, but he probably only has about one round of cardio. That's what. That's another thing here, too. So... Man, this is a this is a tricky one, guys. I feel like the value is kind of on green, to be honest with you. I feel like as the underdog, Marcel, I'm kind of with you on this one too. Um, just because he's a bigger guy, he's a little bit longer. He's got that range, man. It's it's hard uh, if you're not a grappler. But Pizal does have that wrestling, and you could just take him down, pound him out. I don't think I want to bet on this fight, Marcel. I, I you know what I mean? Like I feel like this is one I just want to stay out of completely if I have to, because um, you know it, it's such a high variance fight, man. I could like. Whereas I feel like Rothwell can, you know, he has multiple paths to victory against Linz who doesn't really have a path. In this fight, it's like the Lima's got, he can knock him out, he can submit him, and then Green can do the same thing, and he can also probably win the decision. So I don't know, Marcel. It's a tough one. It's, it's a tough one to, like, put your money on, I think. I, again, don't understand why the Lima's such a big favorite, though. So mm-hmm. I, would, I would say the value's on Green in that one, too. I'm with you. But, you know, the guy is not that great, man. <laughs> I don't know if I want to have money on him. Um, even though he's the underdog. Uh, you got Neil Magny against Jeff Neal next. This is a great fight. Neil Magny's the underdog here, plus 165. Same odds, actually. Minus 190 for Jeff Neal. So Jeff Neal, hands of steel, is a favorite here against the Haitian sensation. Neil Magny, uh, two great welterweights. Marcel, love this fight. Uh, probably should have been the co-main event or even the main event. Uh, actually, yeah, it would have been a good five-round fight, to be honest with you. But anyways, give me your thoughts, man. There's nothing worse to pick a Neil Magny fight, man, because Neil Magny is so durable, is so... Uh, always in fights, you know, and always when you count him out, he comes back and he wins. You know, uh, he didn't do that against Kiesa, but uh, man, in, in his fight against Rocco Martin, in his fight against Li Jing Liang, you know, he always comes back, you know, and he knows and he, he finds a way to win. Um, Jeff Neal, I'm really high on Jeff Neal still, although he lost to Wonder Boy. I think most people losing to Wonderboy, man. They, they already broke Luke against him. Now they broke Jeff mm-hmm. Neal against him. You know, it's like it's like the kryptonite, you know, and Stephen Thompson has, has such a 
yeah, and I don't mean it disrespectfully, but such an annoying way of fighting. And I mean that as a as you are an opponent of Thompson, you know, you can't barely hit him. We know Pettis knocked him out, but it was that that was more to me a lucky shot. It it was it it had to be like that, you know. It was a good shot, but do that fight ten more times, and I think Thompson wins nine more times. So, I mean, I oh mean, I actually stupid. I'm gonna get, go against Neil Magny again, but I feel like he can get a decision win here again because he is he is that good that he can take the can take the fight to him, man. But I see Jeff New. Jeff Neal has knockout power. I can put him away, man. And and I think Jeff Neal probably will TKO him. So I'm taking Jeff Neal in this one. Here you go. So Marcel's got Jeff Neal. Yeah, I mean, this is a this is a good fight. You know, I feel like Neil Magny is kind of a live dog, though. I mean, the guy's he's won so many fights as an underdog. Like, and he's constantly underestimated, you know. And once again, I feel like the consensus will probably be towards Neal. Um, and I feel like that's probably, you know, the way I'd lean if I had to pick someone Marcel. But I feel like Magny could, you know maybe win a decision but still you know the power difference that's the biggest difference to me the power with jeff neal um it's just unbelievable uh, i think if it was a five-round fight i'd give magni a better chance you know because i think he could probably win decision in five-round fight and this one in a three-round fight i don't know i mean jeff neal's been in there with some pretty good fighters and he's handled everyone except for thompson and that was coming off a layoff too right so um yeah i don't know i, I didn't like how he looked in that fight though man i gotta be honest uh, and then Magni got dominated his last fight against Kiesa after <laughs> dominating Lawler, right? He looked amazing yeah. against Lawler. That's the thing. Can he wrestle uh, Jeff Neal? Can he get Jeff Neal down and hold him like he did to Lawler? I don't think so. So he'd have to stand with him, and eventually he probably gets caught, right? Like, yeah, that's looked, what I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning that way too. But I'm just saying, man, you know how many fights I thought Neil Magni would get knocked out in and he won the fight? Like so mm -hmm. many fights. You know, like Hector Lombard, uh, Kelvin Gastelum. Like, I thought these guys were destroying him, man. And he, he won, you know what I mean? So he's constantly underrated, man. Um, but, yeah, it's a tough fight, man. Jeff Neal's a beast, man. I, I love the guy. I bet on him I think Same. every fight. I think I bet on him every fight he's been in. Same. Um, yeah, except for the last one. I didn't pick him there. I had Thompson because of the layoff. I so I've been pretty good with picking his fights. Uh, yeah, I've been actually perfect picking Jeff Neal's fights. There you go. And Neil Magny, I've probably been like under 500. I mean, his fights are hard to pick. So, yeah, I'd lean towards Neil, but we'll see. All right. Hey, uh, Adam. Yeah. Did you saw that, did you saw that clip from uh, Brandon Sharp where he's like, uh, yeah, we have to have the fight between Neil Magny against Neil Goff on Saturday. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that <was laughs> that's funny. funny to me. <laughs> that's funny. Um, let me get this. What did Control say? Jeff Neal fought Wonderboy last fight. Really sick. Yeah, exactly. I know. Uh, he was sick before that. He had dealt with some health issues. That does concern me, though. I mean, guys that deal with these health issues, like long-term health issues, they sometimes are never and, the same, you know? And also, then it had, a, had this coach in his corner, Safe, so it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, and that's a huge loss because Safe is a, a monster. Yeah, I know. I like Jeff Neal a lot. I'm just saying, like, don't, you know, never. put all your yeah. chips in on Jeff Neal here because it's a spot he should win, guys, but it's a spot where Neil Magny's come through a lot of times, too. All right, Donald Cerrone versus Alex Barono. This fight, man, I, I I was hoping they, you know, if this is going to be Donald's last fight, it should be a pretty good fight. I'll say that. But, I, you know, that fight with Diego Sanchez, that would have just been the perfect fight for both guys. It's unfortunate it didn't happen. Man, I mean, there's no odds for this fight, Marcel. Uh, actually, no, they just posted them. They just posted them. They literally just posted them. Oh, my God. Okay, so we got Donald Cerrone. He's a small favorite. Wow, what the – okay, he's a small favorite, minus 140. Cerrone, plus 120. They got it wrong, I think. I would – I don't know. I don't want to say that, but I feel like 
Morono should be favored here? I mean, how do you pick Donald Cerrone in this fight? Like, what do you think? I don't feel like you pick him. What do you think? No, no disrespect, but Cerrone is done against younger fighters, I think, and against guys who are still trying to make a run in that division. Yeah, Morono's pretty good. Nope. I mean, short yeah. notice, though. Six days notice. Uh, Morono is super underrated as well, I think, man. I don't think Morono gets enough credit uh, for, from a lot of people. Um, I, I actually made my mind up when I saw that fight. I was like, man, this is not a good fight for Cowboy, I think. You know, I think uh, Alex Morono uh, will beat him. Probably a decision in this one. But uh, I think Alex Morono beats him, man. I didn't know what the odds would open, honestly. I feel like it was, I thought it was going to be close. But I thought Morono would be fair. I'm not saying the odds yeah. were wrong. I don't think I don't know if they're wrong necessarily because remember it's not based on who they think's going to win or lose the fight, right? It's more just who they think the public will back or not back. And I felt I felt like they would think that you know people would fade him here. So, man, plus money on Morono. I mean, right now that's something I'm looking at. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, because like, how do you know? How do you pick Cerrone? He hasn't won in forever. Um, and yeah, I mean, this is a step down. I'll, I'll, but although Nico Price is not that much better than Morono. Um, no, they're probably about the same, I would say. Uh, although he did knock him out. <laughs> he was superhuman on weed, though, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, like, Cerrone, man, like, he had the full camp. He, he's he got wrestling, too, that he can fall back on. That's the thing. Like, if he wrestles, I think he can win this fight. But if he stands and trades with Verona, man, he doesn't move his head at all anymore. You know, Marcel? Like, mm-hmm. he, just stand, he just gets teed off on. Um... After seeing that last fight, he got that fight was a, a, a war with uh, Nico Price, Marcel. Um, he was competitive with Pettis, though. You know, we give him that. He was competitive in that fight, but just getting knocked out, beaten up. His, I think, man, I feel like this could be the end of his career. Um, you know, but maybe not because again, Marcel Morono is a step down. He is a step down from the guys he's been fighting. Um, you know, but six days notice, man. He said he's been, I checked his Instagram. He said he's been training and preparing with other fighters in Texas or whatever. Um, so he said he's in shape for the fight, but I mean, he wasn't preparing for a fight. Donald's been, you know, he's not, you know, Donald, the way he trains, it's not, <laughs> I wouldn't say the normal camp of <laughs> like someone yeah. else. Yeah. But I mean, Donald's always in amazing shape for his fights. Like he always shows up the fight. There's no doubt about it. I just feel like Marcel, like, man, guys, he doesn't move his head. You know, I think Morono can tee off on him a little bit. What do you think, Marcel? I agree with you on that, man. I mean, um, definitely, like you said, man, if it goes to the ground, Cowboy has a, has a chance to win. But, man, we all know Cowboy loves to, to, to stand and bang and to strike, you know. And uh, I think that's 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 not a good thing if you go do that to Morono. Um, yeah. And, yeah, he's, he's, he's had this pretty stationary indeed. So, yeah, I, I, I'm picking, like I said, I'm picking Morono, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would lean towards him too as a dog here. So, um, Morono usually leads to hard hitters depression. Morono isn't a pressure fighter. I've got a Neil Revis and Chuby Parley. I hedge it with the opponents, but I say you can cover my my stake. Yeah, those those three should win probably. Um, Marine, uh, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, again, guys, if six days notice, it's it's really short notice. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like, it's not like he even had two weeks. Like. That's, no. a, that's a short note. So that, I guess that's another reason why they think maybe people will be on Cerrone. And here's the thing. Like, Cerrone, he's a guy who gets under – you talk about a guy who's been underrated a lot. Like, I mean, the guy has fought – I mean, looking through his best fight odds, it's fucking crazy how many fights he's been. It's insane how many like, – yeah, look at this. Look, I'm going to show you guys right now. It's crazy. There's no one else that has this many fights. There's no way. He's got the most fights. 
and you look at the odds. <laughs> Marcel, look at all the fights he's had. This is crazy. Yeah. Like, it's insane. Like, he's, you know, he's won some fights as an, as an underdog against uh, Iaquinta, against Hernandez, against Mike Perry. Um, uh, there's some other ones he's won as a dog, too. Let's see here. Uh, maybe earlier in his career. Uh, well, didn't, didn't win that one. Didn't he win this fight against Benson? I think he won that one, didn't he? Won a decision. Uh, Miles. Yeah, Jr. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then uh, even this fight where he surprised me and beat uh, Alvarez, right? He's just not the same guy, though. That's the thing. He's just not the same guy. You know, I feel like again, you know, every week, guys, there's these, there's this veteran that we used to love, Marcel. That unfortunately, you know, we have to pick against them because they just at the end of their career. And this week, it's Donald Cerrone. I, I don't think I can take him here, man. You know, even though it's a spot traditionally he's done well in, I just Morono is a decent fighter. He's pretty underrated, Marcel. I think, and uh, I like him, man. I think he's a, he's decent. And as an underdog, you know, hopefully he can get even more plus money on him, Marcel. I'm like, I got to be honest. Again, I thought he might have been the favorite here, guys. I'm not saying it's wrong um, because I feel like you know if people are going to bet Cerrone, then they're going to bet him. But to me, I just I, I'm surprised he's Cerrone's favorite against pretty much like anyone in the UFC right now. You know what I mean? Like, maybe I'm just, maybe, I don't know. I don't want to sell him too short, but, man, he's just getting beat up in his fights, Marcel. It's crazy. <sighs> Hopefully he doesn't get knocked out here and then just, like, you know, brutally KO, one-punched or something and never fights again. I mean, I could see that happening, too. You know what I mean? It could be the end of it. But but you never know. He could surprise. All right, last fight. Marina Rodriguez, Michelle Watterson. Again, it's not 100% official, according to Marcel, uh, his sources. So we'll see, but the UFC has announced it. Anyways, the fight right now, Rodriguez uh, for the odds. She's a small favorite, minus 215. Sorry, not small. Like She's one of the bigger favorites in the card, minus 215, and then plus 175 for Watterson. What do you think here, man? Watterson is an underdog, and uh, Rodriguez is a favorite. It's a 125 fight, and Michelle is actually in another weight, man. So, I mean, I know she finds a strong weight, but she should be at other weight, you know? And this uh, Marina... Um, Marina still has to cut weight, man, and she's not even in, in, in the U.S. yet. So, yeah. uh, I mean, I don't think Watterson has to cut weight to make 125, to be honest, but, but Marina has to cut weight to make 125. It's a big thing. Um, so, overall, man, Marina Rodriguez is actually very underrated still, man, by people, I think, even with a win against Amanda Hibas, you know? Um I mean, Watterson is a name on a record that she probably needs to uh, to get the casual fan out of their seats. Like, oh, she got she beat Watterson. This girl is good, you know. We know she's good. Uh, I really like Marina Rodriguez. Um, only her, her 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 ground game is not that great. You know what I mean? We saw that in the rebus fight. We saw it in the in in the Carla Sparza fight uh, that that she can be taken down and she can be controlled on the ground. Um, but I expect her to to be stronger in this one. I expect her to beat Watterson. Um, I expect actually a striking a striking matchup because Watterson loves to striking as well. So um, maybe she's smart. She tries to take her down. You know, you never know. But um, now I'm I'm going with Rodriguez, man. And uh, I don't know if I get a finish, so I'm do, doing a decision here for uh, Marina Rodriguez. Oh, man, I just don't understand why it's five rounds on such short notice, you know, because I know it's at 125 and everything, but it's just weird how it's for five rounds. I feel like it might be a boring fight, honestly. Uh, I feel like it could just be like a point battle, Marcel. I feel like it's going to turn into a kickboxing match. 
Rodriguez has more power. I feel like maybe maybe yeah. she does get a knockout. Maybe this is the fight where she really cements herself as a contender. But I don't know. The fact that it's at 125 on nerves, I feel like it's going to look like a sparring match, man. I don't know. I'm, I don't hate the fight. I, I just wish they had more notice for it. I don't understand why they didn't just move up on the other fights. You know what I mean? It's just weird how they brought this completely random fight in for five rounds when they had other fighters in the card. You know what I mean, Marcel? Isn't that bizarre? Mm-hmm. Like, did they have yeah. this as a backup main event? Were they just thinking, hey, this might happen, we might lose a fight? Like, or did they know about TJ's cup before everyone else did? I don't know. It's weird. It's just a weird fight on short notice, I think. Um, again, not even in their weight class. It's up a weight class, too. So it's, like, really bizarre to me. Um, I think I got to lean towards Rodriguez, too. And, again, the odds do have her as a favorite here pretty clear, obviously. But, you know, like, Michelle Watterson, I mean, she can win these kind of, like, split decision type fights, you know? And if that's what if it's gonna be a five round fight, Rodriguez might slow down a little bit. The thing is, she doesn't really have to cut that much weight, right? To cut to make one twenty five. So her cardio should be on point here, and that's why I would lean towards. Her. I think at one fifteen, the cardio might be a little bit tougher for her in a five round fight. But at one twenty five, I would have to lean her uh, Rodriguez more so. It's just again a, kind of a weird fight, man. We got some comments here from you guys, Jamie. Hey, Jamie, what's going on, man? When Sorony struggles against Southpaws, his records or dark good, true, but I just feel like I don't think I could pick Sorony against anyone, honestly. Morono would be high volume and aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll fight for your money. I agree. And sure, Watterson is technical, decent wrestling, has all the tools to beat Marina. Everyone just hyped Marina now. She knocked out Rebus. Remember Marina like a dead fish on ground. Yeah, I mean, Marina's got bad takedown defense, I would say. It's not great, you know. Uh, Sparza took her down a bunch. Uh, Rebus took her down too. Rebus had her down, right? And then she caught. Well, her. I expect, I expect Marina to be much stronger than Watterson. Oh yeah, and I don't. I, I Watterson's someone who should be fighting at one hundred five. I, I don't. Yeah. Her path here is to outpoint her. That's how. Like she yeah. have to win three rounds of the five, and she could. I, I think yeah, Watterson. She can. Could, she can do it. I think she could win three rounds. I think it's going to be a pretty close fight, honestly. But yeah, I would lean a little bit towards Rodriguez, but he's he likes the dog here, man. I don't blame you, honestly. I feel like the odds are a little bit kind of far off. I thought they'd be a little closer, Marcel, to be honest with you. But, yeah, I'd have to go with Marina a little bit. Marina's allergic grappling on parlayed her. Yeah, it's like you kind of want to parlay Marina and a clown, right? Those are the two minus 200 dogs. I wouldn't do it, though. <laughs> I don't think I could do it. Anyways, yeah. Um, overall, Marcel, uh, good card, man. Yeah. yeah. But the I don't event- know what people are complaining about this card, man. It's, a, it's not a bad card at all, in my opinion. Yeah, to me, it's like it's a free. It's not even a pay per view, right? It's just a regular card. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't. Know. I for me, I, I think it's a great card. You know, as someone who again did the research for the prelims, especially, I think that I just think they got the bow order wrong. I think uh, Tafan and Chupi and Jung on Park should be on the main card, and uh, mm-hmm. Ludovic Klein and Mike Trezan on Mike Marcel. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or maybe mm-hmm. one of those fights, and then you put the other as like the like the main the featured main event for the prelims is the Rothwell fight with Lins because they think a knockout will happen, right? Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, I mean, can't complain. And if we're going to complain about that, then, you know, we can't be <laughs> We shouldn't be complaining about that. The boat orders doesn't really matter at the end of the day. We see the fights, should be good fights. Um, we got a few minutes here, guys. We're going to take a few questions. Stylistically, Moreno is good here for the win. I, I, would, I, would, I would tend to agree with you, Daniel, but again, you know, it could be competitive. Um, Marcel, anything else you want to talk about? We've got a couple minutes left. Um, saw the rankings. Yuri moved past Rakic. I agree with that, by the way. I think you should be rewarded for finishing guys, and Rakic has been just winning these like boring decisions. So, you know, Rakic has been playing it safe, and that's the risk you take, man. So I, I like that Yuri actually was rewarded. What do you think? I don't mind it at all. It's okay. 
Yeah. I, I actually like they put Dawoodoo in the rankings at featherweight, man. They took Cup out. That's okay to me. I thought they took out Stevens. No, they did that last week. Okay, okay, okay. That, that's fair. They took out Cobb then. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Like, Jigger moved to 10, but he didn't. He'd be a guy who's unranked right now. So to me, like, that's kind of weird that he jumped so far up. But I love Jigger. So I think this is good because then he'll probably fight someone in the top 10 next. Where were you, Adam, when I parlayed Yana and Lewis? I did. Uh, where were you? I mean, did you tell us that? I think you probably did. Nice job, man. Uh, is Carolina still in the UFC? Yeah. Yeah. She Didn't she post something saying she's going to make a comeback? Did you see something? Yeah. I like Carolina, man. She's, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like, you know, she could have been, like, the UFC was trying to make her a star. She's a good looking girl and she could, pretty good fighter, obviously. She has some good wins. Like, she beat Rose and everything, right? But, bro, she took a beating in her last couple of fights, Marcel. Like, she took a bad yeah, beating. And, really, I, I felt she wasn't, uh, she wasn't there anymore. You know what I mean? Not competitive, really. Yeah. Mentally not there. Yeah, I agree with yeah. that too. Just didn't seem like the same fighter after the, the fight with Andrade. Man, remember that knockout? That was what, oh, man. one of the craziest ones ever. But I really liked her, man. I mean, she's got, yeah, got that win over Rose. That's a nice winner in your resume to have. Like, don't you think? It is. Yeah, it and is. Who else has Rose lost to? Only Andrade and Barza. Barza and Torres. And yeah, that's it. So she's a monster. Um, any other comments? Jiri wants to fight to death. Yeah, I love the guy, man. You guys know I like him. He's beast. Um, is there anything else? Uh, the rankings. Uh, once a few small things, or Mirab yeah, moved up a spot. Cool. Yeah, switch uh, spots with uh, Sean Strickland moved up too. I love that that Sean moved up. I think he's a great. Mm. Um, I'd like to see who do you want to see Sean Strickland fight next? Uh, Kevin Holland. Why not? He's actually ranked above Holland now. Yeah, um, I know. I would rather. Uh, yeah. I, I actually would love to see that fight because I think they talk a lot of shit to each other. But to be honest with you, I think he should fight Uriah Hall, man. I think that would be a great fight. Um, I'm cool with that. Yeah, that'd be a sick fight. Or even well, actually, not Kelvin. Uh, Kelvin took a <laughs> he took a beating. Yeah, or Jared Cannonier would be a good fight too if they really want to give him a push to the top five guy because uh, Cannonier is a guy that no one talks about. I think he's injured, maybe. Yeah. Um, but Uriah Hall just had a fight where he didn't even fight, so. I feel like they, and Sean Sean took no damage against Jocko. I mean, it was a sparring match, Marcel. He could probably take a few weeks off, get back in there. I think they can maybe book that fight for uh, you know like two sixty four, maybe put Strickland on that card. I'd like to see him on a pay per view card, man, even on the prelims of one because I feel like he deserves that. They always put him on these fight nights, Marcel Sean Strickland. But I like this kid a lot, man. He's one of these guys that I, I've I've always been high on. I really like him since the first time I saw him in the UFC. He destroyed Bubba McDaniel. I was like, holy crap, this kid is good and. You know, he's, he's looked good. Anyways, Marcel, um, I think that's it for today, guys. Uh, appreciate you guys joining us. Marcel, I appreciate you, uh, you know, making the time today, man. Uh, just plug your stuff and let everyone know they can find you. BitMarcel24, Twitter, Instagram, MMADNE.nl, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. There you go. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at MMAdamartin, and then the podcast, obviously, MMAdamartin.com. It's on the YouTube channel, iTunes, uh, where else? A uh, bunch of places. Spotify, Anchor. This Anchor website has like all these links to stuff. So definitely, if you guys want to like download, you can do that too. But love the live chat. Obviously, talking to you guys. Um, where else? Uh, yeah, I got a lot of articles at Oddsbreaker right now. Some um, opening odds stuff. So check that out. DJPan.com and my MMA news.com and then Elite Fantasy Elite Sports Bank. I'll have my bets uh, and DFS breakdown up for Friday for those guys. And uh, man, it's it's been going really well there. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll talk to you guys on Thursday with AJ at 4 p.m. Eastern. We'll break down that PFL card and, and Bellator as well. So 
Have a good one, guys. And uh, Marcel, have a good one too, man. Peace. You too, man.